0: Welcome to Dog Throw Up Infant School. Five, four, three, two, one.
1: You're listening to Launchpad, the Dogthorpe Infant School podcast.
0: Welcome back to Launchpad. Now, we've got a great guest waiting for you now. His name is Ben Harding, and he is the creator of some wonderful maths resources that I'm sure he's going to talk about. Thank you, Captain Dave. Good morning. Could you just give us your thoughts? We've been through a very, very difficult time in this pandemic. We've got teachers who are suffering in all sorts of ways, work pressures, home pressures, COVID pressures. What would you say to our teachers?
1: Well, I think teaching um, and teaching and learning is a, it's a bottomless ocean, really, isn't it? You can go as deep as you want to go. Um, and you could say the same for school leadership. You could say the same for parenting. So I think it's a capacity issue. You, 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 it might be another, another time of life where you go really, really deep in your wanting to exploring and teaching and learning and taking your pedagogy to a, to a, a new level. And, and I mean, it might be the time for some people, but for a lot of people at the moment, because of you know exhaustion and because of all the different things that are pulling us away from those um, professional issues, I think it's um, I think it's a case of picking your battles, and um, it's a case of doing the simple things really, really well at the moment, um, and choosing where you want to go deep and when, but you can't be going deep with everything you you haven't got the, the time at the moment and um so i think i think the simplicity is um is the most important thing to get right at the moment getting the essentials right
0: it is very difficult we've we've all got family members and and we all know somebody who's who's <laughs> trying to work through this and it's
1: it's not easy for the parents either is it i think it's, it's been the most challenging time for parents as a as a group um and i think um, Again, keeping things simple, trying to get the most um, most obvious things right. You know, I think as a parent at the moment, if you if you've got a young child at home and you can do, you know, a few minutes every night with their reading, a few minutes every night with with them, um, uh, particularly with phonics, if the child's still on a phonics journey. And from a maths point of view, I would say sticking to the essential number knowledge. You know, just five minutes, ten minutes at every single night, little and often keeping it really straightforward. You probably, you probably don't have time at the moment to sit down for half an hour and do some in-depth problem-solving with your child. But, um, but so, so doing that little bit of sort of uh, number knowledge every night that's progressive, supported by, by excellent resources, then um, I think that's the way to go at the moment. It also needs to be done in a progressive way so you can actually see exactly which numbers you're looking to introduce to the child next, which amounts are going to be the next ones for them to grasp then you can just kind of tap into where wherever the student is at that point and move them forward in a in a much more streamlined way, um, in a much more productive way than if you didn't have that. And so then that, that raises the question, well, how detailed should that should that sequence of learning be? And where's it going to come from? So the school's got to um, you know, look to have that, whether they generate it themselves or whether they they kind of you know look to an external expert to bring that in. That's detailed and accurate sequence of learning needs to be at the heart of the, of the learning journey.
0: Could you just explain to our listeners uh, the sorts of resources that can help them and our teachers?
1: The key thing is to work out, you know, what you actually need, what your starting point is, what you're trying to achieve. And of course, the way forward really is to have, have a digital approach, you know, at, at the heart of what you're doing, because, you know, certainly, for example, as a parent, you need to have that um, sequence of learning brought to you, and you could you could say that the same for schools as well. You know, teachers don't necessarily have the time to sit down and work out exactly what to teach and in which order, and to to layer in detail and to then fully resource that. You know, that's an enormous job, and you know, some some trusts might say, well, we'll have our math leader go off, and we'll give them three months off uh, out of school to go off and work on this, for example. But even then, they can't achieve what could be achieved over, you know, many years of working on this kind of um, detail and putting in, putting in the resources. So I think um, I think digital resources have, have got to be the way the way to bring that into a classroom and bring that into um, a home um, with any with any kind of, you know, real uh, depth. Because whilst I said earlier that, you know, we, it, it's hard to get into those, deep, those pedagogical details of teaching and learning. One way of, of getting more from less is to have digital resources that are bringing that to you. That's part of, obviously, the whole blended learning approach, so that as a parent, you can have a digital input coming from school in some way so that you can, you can achieve more in the home than you did previously. The, the days of children just coming home with a worksheet, you know, stuffed in their homework uh, folder and sitting down the dining table and, you know, whacking out the worksheets and kind of battling through it. Those days need to be behind us because there's no reason why we can't get the the correct uh, teaching and learning messages, you know, into the home. And, you know, just to to give an example of where that's happened really well in the past is obviously with phonics. I think, you know, schools uh, realise, have realised for some time that the input that a child needs for phonics needs to be little and often. And you don't have enough um, time in the day to to deliver exactly the amount and the quality of input that the child actually needs to make the correct progress with phonics. So therefore, the only way you can actually get a, a good input coming in the evenings and at the weekends and through holidays is to have parents engage with the the input of, of phonics progression. And you know, many many schools have done a fantastic job engaging parents with that uh, detailed journey and, and the more that is then presented digitally the easier that is rather than just constantly relying on educating parents face-to-face in, in phonics um, sessions in school. Having a, a sequence of learning that sits behind that structure enables somebody to be a little bit more um, impactful with those kind of incidental you know moments that one tries to grab Um, either in the classroom or out and about with one's own children. So that sequence of learning, you know, wins every time, really. And in other words, what I'm saying there is I think, you know, you can't have a tight enough system if if you're looking to, um, you know, raise standards in maths, which obviously every primary school is, then when it comes to the number knowledge part of it, one needs to really look at, at, at asking the question, well, can we have an even tighter system? So that's when it's useful to separate our number knowledge from the rest of the maths curriculum because things like problem solving, you wouldn't necessarily say we want to have a tighter system because it's by its nature very open-ended. Whereas getting a child numerous and coming through a, a, a detailed, almost atomized sequence of progression is about having a, a, um, a system and a structure and a sequence of learning that has that accuracy that everybody can then lean on so that it doesn't actually right. um, increase workload. It actually decreases workload.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If, if you can get that into school, if you say to everybody, let's all just go off and try and deconstruct the progression that's going on here, that's time-consuming for everybody. But if that um, progression's already been deconstructed and everybody's able to use that and perhaps refine it as they go, but they're not you know, creating that sequence of learning for themselves as they go, it's already there, pre-agreed, and so that's a very practical way to raising standards. Otherwise, it's like, well, you know, what are we are going to do in terms of raising standards? Yeah. And that's why Ofsted have their, their three I's. They're interested in impact at the end, but to get there, you've got to have the implementation. But to get the implementation, you've got to have the, the intent. And the intent is really all about having that detailed and accurate sequence of learning in the first place. Because it's only if you've got that that you can say, well, you know, how well are we implementing it? And what's the impact of that implementation? So that's why I say the sequence of learning wins every time, because without that detailed sequence of learning, then you can't actually get that that implementation and impact journey.
0: The resources that you offer, like uh, winning with numbers, could you say a little bit about what you offer our schools?
1: When one gets a child to learn to read with a systematic structured approach of phonics progression, it's really kind of got its end point. You kind of say, well, we're trying to get children to learn to read so that afterwards they can read to learn and read for pleasure, you know. And so, you know, you've got to go through that learning to read bit, but you don't really want to be there. You want to be the other side. And so that's the first thing to say about winning with numbers. It's about giving children the number knowledge so that you can then teach mathematics at a higher level. And you don't have a situation where teachers are trying to teach problem solving, but they're there going, but they don't have anything to problem solve with. So winning with numbers is about putting in place that number knowledge in the, in the child's mind so that you can teach mathematics at a higher level. And that's a bit of a, that's a, bit of a, um, a mindset shift, really, I think, for, for, for a school to take and for, for some teachers to take. And they may have already taken it, but it needs to happen at some point where you don't just see maths as maths and you see the, the central bit, almost like it's its own subject. You know, and it, it's clearly oh. not but it's almost like it's its own subject and and say, you know, like phonics has become, well, you know, we do phonics really well. Um, And so it's exactly the same, you know, how well do we teach number knowledge? And so that comes back to this, you know, accurate and detailed systematic structured approach, that sequence of learning that's pre-agreed. And so what Winning With Numbers does, it offers that to the school through digital resources, because I'm a big believer that if you're going to put that kind of detail into school, which is actually the detail that's needed, then you you can't do that in any other form, in a digital format that makes it easily accessible for everybody just to jump into that sequence of learning and dive into that that teaching depth, that pedagogical content knowledge that you actually need to have at your fingertips. And I think that has to come into the school through a digital um, approach and then bounce on into homes, into the parent and carer community through that digital approach. So the winning with numbers resources are about about doing that and trying to expand the amount of gains that you make when the children are at home with regards to number knowledge by taking that sequence of learning into the the home rather than just having more meetings with parents and getting them into school and saying, oh, come on, you know, math is easy. Come on, you've got to believe it. This is about actually, you know, showing, children, showing parents the sequence of learning. And so with Winning With Numbers, there's a, um, there's a very, very detailed video, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of small, fine-tuned videos that the teacher has in the first place. And the teacher can show those in the classroom to the children. And the teacher can also say, by the way, kids, when you get home, log on, and that little video instruction there is ready, waiting for you, followed by some online questions so that little video goes straight into online questions so immediately you can see that that little video can be shared with the parent so that's taking that sequence of learning into the home the parent can watch that nice little video with the parent and it go, with the child and it goes straight into those online questions and those online questions are being assessed by the winning with numbers learning platform and the child is getting their their score given back to them and it's also of course feeding back onto the teacher's dashboard so the teacher isn't anymore giving any worksheets out for homework anymore. It's all happening. just Even if it's just 10 number questions every single mm. night, child's logging on with this progression that all sits behind this, this resource, all that detailed progression. So they're always moving forward. And um, a child does their 10 questions and the child um, uh, gets a, gets their feedback. And the feedback might say to the child, you know, you've, you've, got, you've got eight out of 10, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10, you know, so let's just move forward on to the next piece of learning. But it might say, actually, you know, you've, you've only got six out of 10. Maybe you need to try again. And maybe the child does. Maybe you need to keep practicing. So it will alert them to the fact they could try again. But, but perhaps they also have a bit of a learning gap there. You know, maybe they're only getting three out of 10. And so the child can either watch the video instruction again with their parent, But the Winning With Numbers platform also directs them back to the precise earlier point that might be the cause of that learning. So, for example, if you had a child um, doubling a two-digit number, let's let's say you've got children and they've already been doing things like doubling 23 and 32 where there's no bridging 10, there's no crossing over over 10. And here's the point where you, you move them on to things like double 37 or 28 where the ones digit does cross 10. And so the child is going home and doing their their 10 questions, and they get a question like, say, double 37, and and they're not succeeding. Well, it might be because they couldn't do the double seven part, and they hadn't got that recall of double seven, double eight, or maybe they were struggling with the double 30 part, or maybe they were struggling with adding the two part totals together, the 60 and the 14. Maybe that wasn't right. So the winning with numbers platform can identify which of those parts. Is where the learning gap is, and it will immediately take the child back to that point, and then it will give them the, the instructional video and the practice questions and the feedback on that. And so then they so they're doing that intervention without an adult there, basically, or with the parent support. Um, and then from that point, they perhaps need to go back further again, or maybe they can succeed with that little intervention episode and come back to where they were. And so that's all built in to the um, Winning with Numbers um, learning platform. And another thing to say about that, Dave, is, is it's a very transparent system. Because with Winning with Numbers, all these um, pieces of number knowledge that you're trying to get the children to learn are organised into one straight line sequence of learning. So they go from the first win, that's why it's called Winning with Numbers, the first win, which is the child just saying the numbers out loud to three, to the final win, which is win 300, which is when the child's doing um, calculations now with two decimal places, wow. and, and every um, piece of number knowledge in between is all aligned into a single sequence of learning. And, um, of course, they're all connected to each other. In actual fact, you know, as we know, there's a huge amount of interconnections going on between those pieces of number knowledge. But for school to make sense of all those different connections and for a teacher to, to, to have a, a usable way of getting into that, you need to put it against some kind of logical time frame. a bit like saying, well, this is my year's planning. I'm aiming to get through this content in this order. And this is what it means this term. And this is what it means this week. And this is what it means today. So that you've got a nice singular journey to go through. But as you go through, all of the connections are articulated from the winning with numbers resources into the school and from the school to the parents. So you're constantly being told, you know, we're doubling 37, but this connects to multiplying by two, for example, because we're talking about doubling. And um, this leads back to this earlier piece of learning on just doubling a two-digit number for the first time, as I mentioned, like double 23. And this is going to lead on to doubling any two-digit number, for example, like double 76, where both digits cross 10. and so. Being able to constantly see the connections um, um, and the kind of you know, forward and backwards look is an important part of the teacher's understanding and the parents' understanding and eventually sharing that with the children so they can see. So in other words, there's great transparency to this um, learning journey. And so that helps everybody to see that if the child's got a gap here, we're going back to this point and yeah. we might need to go back again. And so as opposed to some systems the, the learner can just kind of get lost off in a big, you know, big blob. They can get lost in the ether of, like, well, we don't really know where they are. They're in the system somewhere, or maybe some some resources will say, well, we've worked out this is where the the child's gaps are, so we're going to take them here. But you can't really see what's going on. Whereas this is very transparent. You can see, well, this is the thing that that they that they need extra input with. So here's the input.
0: What sort of costings would it would it cost a, a school, or would it vary? Obviously, through size, I'm guessing. Yeah, it does. The,
1: um, the website to go to is, is www.obviously, but then www.numbers.com. So that's where, where more information can be found out. Www.numbers, coming from that title, Winning with Numbers. And you know, the reason why it's called Winning with Numbers is because it's actually a message to the child. It's saying, look, you're winning with numbers. You're getting this number knowledge. And that getting, that acquiring of the number knowledge is the winning part. So you, know, you can think of when a child wins a piece of knowledge, that's really acquiring that piece of number knowledge. Um, so on the Winning With Numbers platform, um, you can see more information. And it, yes, the, the costing is done based on the number of platform seats. So if you're a smaller school, then you're just buying um, a certain amount of, of platform seats. Larger schools would um, obviously need to, to probably get more platform seats. The design is that it finishes, um, really at uh, sort of year four for a high-performing school of course if you have got children in year five year six and perhaps even students in the earlier years of, of secondary school um, who, have, who who haven't secured this number of knowledge for whatever reason then obviously this resource would be relevant um to those learners mm. as well and it's yeah.
0: about the teachers deciding what resource what video they need to send off with the child next
1: yeah, and, and that's such an important part of it, Dave, that the, um, the, the teacher can choose um, how much time to spend on it. And the, the, and the minimum is is actually virtually no time. Because as I say, just, you know, in, in terms of um, uh, preparing the lesson, because the videos are there, you know, if you were very light touch and you wanted to, to kind of you know, focus your, your, your time and energy this particular week on other things, and you don't want to be putting much extra time and energy into this, then you can you could literally just play these videos in the classroom the homework's all set up for the children to do but on the other hand you could go very deep with it you could you could you know there's a there's a video for each of the 300 wins that is for the teacher or for or for the parents if they were subscribing to it independently so you can choose to go you know deep with it or you can choose to go kind of quite light touch with it. and similarly it's you know, it's very much um, about blended learning in the sense that the teacher can decide to what degree um, they're going to use the digital resources to to, to support their teaching in the, in the classroom and at home. So it might be that the teacher decides to watch the videos associated with the input and do the input themselves and the children don't get to see the video. So it's almost like a teacher manual that the teachers watching the videos to get into their head how they're going to turn up and deliver it for themselves. And, and similarly with the questions as well, you can either have the questions coming up on your screen or you could have the questions coming up on the children's devices in small groups individually across the classroom, but you might not choose to do that at all. You might choose to just say the questions to the children, but you're, not in, you're still keeping to the school's cohesive structure that the winning with numbers sequence of learning is is offering to the school, so you don't kind of you know go off piece from that point of view.
0: If if people are listening to this and thought, oh, Hannah, this sounds really good, um, where's the best place for them to come? Ben, the website.
1: Yeah, probably the website. Is contact information there? Just www.numbers.com um, gets you gets you straight onto there. There's um, there's some examples of the videos that are on there. You know, if you're if you're a teacher and your school doesn't do it or, or or you just want to get access to all of those those kind of resources so that you can still rock up to the classroom, put those videos on, put those um, precision questions on your interactive whiteboard to to you know reduce your planning, but but increase the quality of input that you've got going. Um, then a teacher can also subscribe to the to the platform independently if they wanted to. And so another great show comes to an end. Eddie and Captain Dave, thank you all for listening to their show. Tune in again soon when Eddie's Launchpad will be waiting to take you and your children on another exciting learning journey to dream, believe and shine.